We have both lived a thousand lives. And told one million stories. From years and years ago. And far into the future. I've died and come back to life. I saved the entire human race. We know how to live right. We know what it's like to be you. We can help you live your best life because we are actors. Hi. I'm Dean Donnie Jr., 5'4", based in Hollywood, currently freelance. I've been working in the film and TV industry since the dark ages of cinema. <laughs> My life has gone from strength to strength, opportunity to reality, dreams to reality. Now it's time for me to give back on this five-star rated podcast. Hi, I'm Braun. Just Braun, no last name. That's me. I've been told that I have a heart as big as the universe. I have built myself up from dirt. I was born and raised in a prison. I'm an actor, dancer, life model for hobbyists. I'm a painter, philanthropist, and life coach by popular demand. <laughs> I have always been the shoulder to lean on or the bosom to cry between for all of my friends, colleagues, and even strangers. And now you can lean on me. It's my time to take this to the next level. Together, Dean Donnie Jr. and myself know exactly how to act really well and therefore live life to the fullest. And with our knowledge, we can help you be the star of your own story. Let's get to it. This episode is proudly sponsored by Hollywood Tattoo Removal and Smoothie Bar. Do you want the skin of a star? Do you have a mark of shame? Do you want to forget your past and focus on a blank slate for the future? Then Hollywood Tattoo Removal and Smoothie Bar on Sunset Boulevard is a place for you. Change your body in more ways than one. Smooth over old tattoos. It's time for a new you and a new smoothie. At the checkout, use our unique promo code LCA for a free protein-spiced pumpkin shake with your first laser session. Smoothies must be consumed outside the premises to avoid contaminating, uh, being contaminated by freshly uh, lasered skin. Thank you, sponsors. I love our sponsors. Oh, love so too. great. I'm, uh, I've never had a tattoo. I'd never, ever get a tattoo. Um, to be honest there with you, Braun, I think they're, I think they're disgusting and they're, um, shameful and they make people look like they don't care about themselves because they look like a, a child's notepad. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know how I have, uh, I've actually, uh, it's time to get real with you straight off the bat, right into the episode. Here we go. Guns, uh, blazing. I like that about uh, us. I like that we, we just get down to it and we can go for it. We're jumping in the deep end. And I do have to admit, I, I myself has, have had 19 tattoos removed. <clears throat> so... Oh. So what you said, what you said, you got to be careful. Well, you got to be careful. At, le at least don't. you had them removed. Uh-huh. 
And I did, yeah. and I had them removed at the Hollywood Tattoo Removal and Smoothie Bar. Oh. That's how we got this sponsorship. Oh, well, so, thank you very much, oh. Braun. I take back what I said. Sometimes yep. having a, you know, a tramp stamp pays off. <laughs> In more ways than one. It wasn't a tramp stamp. Uh, oh, well, there was a, there was a, uh, uh, there was a tribal tattoo I did have, but uh, there that's more from my past life in the prison. So a lot of my, uh, how I learned how to be an artist was with a pen and ink from uh, the pens. And uh, I would tattoo um, my uh, prison mother, I say in quotations, uh, I and we would tattoo each other. I would, uh, I would be a canvas, so to speak. It was quite a communal effort. And Anyway, uh, as I, I, I forged a career in Hollywood, uh, there was uh, no one could afford to have me in the makeup chair for two hours before uh, before we started shooting, covering me up, painting uh, on some thick skin color to cover all my tattoos. So I had them removed. And can I just say that Hollywood Tattoo Removal and Smoothie Bar, they are the real deal. Shout out to Sharon. Sharon there, who she really zapped all those. I mean, half the tattoos, they were you couldn't really tell what they were because they were prison tats. But they're gone anyway. So she got rid of them. She got rid, rid of all the squiggles and wiggles well, on my body. Good heavens. And I mean, it's like, knows, it's like uh, when you see one of those, uh, you know, uh, ex-prisoners cleaning graffiti off a wall. Because some asshole well, did a tag on it and wrote well, that's exactly well, on the wall. That was my body. That was my body. She covered every inch. And, and she blasted those lasers on me. Can I just say it is like the, the that pressure washer of lasers, particularly on my skin because they were done so young. And uh, the only the only upside is, I I mean, you know, I, I do wear a lot of denim. And it's not just uh, to highlight my physique because I do look great, like I've said, in a bell-bottom jean. But fun fact, fun fact... Fun fact, denim is the most SPF fabric. And because of all the laser, my skin is like uh, it's like tissues. Yes, tissue but paper. Ron, you've had how many laser sessions now? Uh, I, overall, it was about four years back and forth of, okay, of so constant sessions. It's made your skin look like a freshly plucked chicken. Well, so how do you fix yeah. that? For the people that uh, are going to redeem the code and go get their lasers, uh, their tattoos lasered, get their body shot with laser guns, how do they rebuild the skin? Because your skin looks like a paper bag. Well, yeah, and a very moisturized, beautiful, youthful paper bag. You know, this is the unused paper bag. Uh, you know, and, and thanks to my cosmetic surgeon, uh, obviously. But I would say uh, I use a SPF 200. Now, this is, uh, it's not that easy to get, but uh, you go go into the infant section uh, at your, uh, you know, your... Uh, any CVS where where any kind of uh, a drugstore, yeah. You you go in there. Just make sure you go down the infant aisle and uh, get the highest SPF you can. And it's almost like a thick zinc, a thick. Uh, it's like a paste, and I put that on when I go on my morning hikes or uh, what have you. And I put it on under my makeup too. So, uh, wow. but you, you you've seen that, you know I that. Have and seen it, that. It does. You know the great fun yeah, fact about like that. You look like it half the time, Stephen King. Like you're gonna drag me into this to the sewer. Okay, okay, <laughs> Mister Funny, Mister Funny, wisecrack. You 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 got a bit of a sting. Yeah, you got a bit I'm of having a sting fun today, today because you know last time I was a little under the weather, and it's you know, and now I'm feeling I'm feeling right as rain. You know, 
Well, it's good to have you back and full of full of beans, Thank you. as they say. And uh, just just back circling back on the on the SPF that that paste because it's so thick. The benefits of it are that it also works uh, like a, like a grout on any wrinkle or uh, big pores that you may have. So uh, you know. I get a bit of a two for one there. I get SPF coverage, but I also get a nice, uh, almost uh, filling in all the gaps in my face. So um, that's my hot tip. And uh, and yeah, look, could not recommend uh, Hollywood Tattoo Removal and Smoothie Bar on Sunset. Also, I would say that the Tropical Blast is chef's kiss. I was going to say, we better talk about the smoothies because that's what the place yeah. is really known for. It started as a smoothie bar and they just tacked on laser removal. Well, they, yeah, they used to just have a little screen yeah. in between, you know, for children. If someone was getting a tattoo, you know, in an unsightly place removed, and they, you know, it, it kind of made more sense. And also the sound of the zap and the smell. And the uh, of, Yeah, yeah, it's and very... And they do uh, say, like I read in the uh, little safety uh, note, you can't breathe in that smoke because a lot of it has human particles in the air. So well, you can't uh, yeah. drink smoothies near it. No, well, it's not smoke. It's actually burnt flesh. Yes. Uh, my favorite smoothie is the peanut butter chocolate chip one. I love that one. Oh, yeah. It's so thick. It's so thick. It's, I like a oh, thick I love a thick smoothie. Like you like thick cement-like makeup on your face. I like That's like how I like my smoothie. Thick like a cement mixer. Oh, well. I love anything thick. What do you say after we record today, we go down and get ourselves a thick smoothie? I'd like that. You and me and something thick. Let's go. So what else has been happening, Dean? What's been what's been going on? I I feel like you've been you've been a little oh, stressed lately. I'm, you want to talk about it because this stressed. is where this we is talk. Why I've been so goddamn sick. <sighs> Makes me sick. Stress. I've been stressed out of my fucking mind with this bullshit I'm dealing with. So I did this movie and the asshole props master fucked up some paperwork. Oh, let's just back up. Congratulations on the movie. So excited. Working actor. What's the role? Oh. What's it oh, called oh. and when's it coming out? <laughs> I mean, let's yeah. Let's plug it. I know. Plug I got it. every cloud. And not just the plugs on your head. Lining. And this one certainly does. I played a, um, I played a, a villain um, <clears throat> in a kind of... It's sort of an off-the-wall martial arts thing. Uh, it's got a lot of comedy and a lot of action, and it's really fun. Um, directed by an emerging Chinese-American director who came out here, and it's a co-pro with China, and it's got a lot of fighting in it. It's got a lot of, you know, uh, fun and gags, and I played, I mean, a small, small part there. I played a um, a villain who's trying to steal some stuff from a factory, and I just get the shit beaten out of me. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that was, sounds I got great. Thrown, I got thrown, thrown through some tables, thrown into some factory equipment, and then they end up um, throwing me on the assembly belt, and I get cut in half with an industrial saw. Wow. Yeah. That, wow. Okay. But the reason I'm so ticked off and pissed off with the whole thing is that I, uh, I got involved in some stupid paperwork with the props master. I thought it was part of the scene, but turns out I was signing some adoption papers. What? Hold on. Back it up. 
there we what had did- a few drinks after a shoot day. Uh, got to talking, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, he so he's uh, he 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 messed me around with his paperwork. I thought so. It did was he? Part did he know? That- Turns out I'm signing adoption papers. So I'm I I signed this paperwork, and uh, I didn't know what the heck I'm signing over. And this guy's a real weird guy. This guy they got him in last minute from New Jersey or something. Uh, big guy. Strong guy, and he really. Oh, he sounds. To, he sounds like my type. He sounds like my type. Oh, guy. you'd love name? him because he he's he's a he's a psychopath. Let me tell you, he's a sociopath asshole. So I sign over these papers. Turns out they're adoption papers. So, who who have you adopted? He adopted me. I'm in some situation where this guy now is my dad. Wow. Okay. So. How does it, so how does that, do you need to, uh, how do you get out of that one? That, that sounds pretty hard, because I know Macaulay Culkin, a Hollywood, great Hollywood story. He divorced his parents. Can you do some sort of divorce thing there? Well, that or, didn't work uh, out very well. He got onto uh, drugs. Yeah, He ended yeah. up at home alone. Yeah, look, I don't want you. I don't want you doing drugs. I don't want you doing drugs. But, uh, you know, uh, okay, wow. I don't know that what the hell wild. I'm going to do. So, I don't know how what? that's legal. I'm a grown man. And now I you got can this adopt- guy being my dad. Well, you know what? I'd love to meet with you and your father. And maybe I can talk some sense into him. Because, uh, one, he sounds he sounds like my type. But oh. also, maybe we can work out a situation. Because maybe there's benefits to this, Dean. I already Think have a dad. It. I don't know how the heck this works, but I'm somehow contractually obliged to be this guy's son. Hmm. But this is interesting. This is very fascinating. Well, it's a nightmare. I can, I, can, I can see a midday movie coming out of this story. You know, you're not wrong. Memoir. That's actually kind of a fun idea. You, you, you know, could write I was, a memoir. I was having such a good time on this set, and then this, this asshole tricked me after we wrapped. And I knew there was something off about this... The, about a few of the guys on the production team. A few of them were weird. So one, one thing I'm curious about, I'm always a curious little kid, and I am, because I'm an artist and an actor, and that's all, it's all about being curious. But but uh, what, what is his motivation to being your father? I think it's a, I think it's a sex thing. I think he's a freak. I was going to say, I think he is kinky. And uh, I think maybe he thought that there was some sort sort of a sexual agreement that you were making. Uh, so, you know that that's something that you oh, might that, have to yeah. you might have to talk to him. That's about. what happens when you go out and have a few too many Tom Collins with the, some guy from the art department. They're weird guys. A lot of them tr- do drugs, and they're strange. And now I get home, and I got gifts on my doorstep. I'm talking like boxes with bows on them with toys in there. Well, that sounds very interesting. I am very excited about this. I, I and look, I know this is a uh, something that is difficult for you, stressing, giving you stress, giving you a uh, distress. But uh, you know, it sounds like something that I actually. Uh, I'm just, I'm just speaking off the cuff here that I might be interested in. Maybe I should meet with him and talk to him because uh, sure, that sounds like something that uh, you know, I'm always open to new experiences and ways of. Uh, fun and pleasure and maybe that is something that i'm gonna talk to him i'm gonna talk well, to him to, no uh, problem. Or just a little bit more about this uh this this father uh 
adoption situation. You can't adopt wow. a grown man. It's so strange. It's just I some kind of specific contract that I don't fully understand. But my friend said I'm in a lot of trouble. And well, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. I, I once did a uh, a commercial for uh, the, the Bible Network. And uh, I was playing a... Um, a, a woman, a lady of the night that uh, found Jesus, got baptized. It was a, it was a commercial. Fantastic. And uh, they baptized me in the scene. And uh, some would say that now I have been baptized and uh, Jesus, uh, quotations, lives in my heart. Well, <laughs> but I'll I was just doing there. it for the check. I was just doing it for check and the bonus wet t-shirt kind of opportunity because I love showing my body. And, uh, you know, as when you get baptized, when you get dunked in the water. Things go, uh, they go transparent. They really you know? do. So it, mm. it was good to show my body. It was a great, it was actually a great move for my career. It always but, is. Uh, get nude. I mean, rule one, you want to get ahead? Show your body. So listen here, Jesus is in your heart, okay? Whether you want to believe it or not, he is. Um, getting baptized, are you technically, it depends on who dunked you. You can't just have anyone dunking you, like my new dad. That would do nothing. You know, you got to have... Well, he was an actor. He was playing a priest. I, I believe he was an actor, but... Um, if he wasn't uh, an actor and he was a real priest, then the whole thing is legit. And you're, you're a child of God. You're a lamb of God. And you've got Jesus with you. And that's a very, very powerful, powerful thing to have. And, you know, when things get really dark, if you know you got Jesus sitting there with you, you're all right. You're never alone. Never walk alone. That's your real father. And you don't need any uh, dodgy paperwork for that. Well, I guess we both got some things to sort out then. Speaking of letters, speaking of paperwork, should we get to a letter? Let's get to a real letter and something's a little more fun. Well, speaking of letters, this is actually a real handwritten letter. <laughs> a handwritten letter that was sent to our new, our new office, the storage unit. And first of all, I just want to say, Dee, do you know how they got, they got the address here? No, I know. that's what I was just thinking. That's quite frightening. This person could Alarming. be strange. Or obsessed so with let's, us. That's possible. Let's just assume that this is a potential stalker. So let's read with caution. And uh, maybe don't touch the paper. Just if we need a fingerprinted or yeah. anything later. Maybe open it. I, I open got a pair of tongs. Did you open it with a mask on? No. Okay. You want to read this one? Not really. I'll read it. I'll read it. I, I you know, I've been through. I've, I've, I've been through a lot. I can handle a letter stalker i've had I, i've been you know there is nothing wrong i understand stalkers i understand stalkers bit too well because i've been one yeah they, yeah there it is <laughs> okay so here we go it's a handwritten letter and it's and it's on an interesting uh paper okay um looks like it's written with an ink quill yeah or just a yeah it's very or beautiful maybe it got calligraphy wet. the calligraphy maybe got wet is in the mail. Nice. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. I'm so, okay. I still have trouble with joined up letters. <laughs> I, well, I can't write. You know that. I, I actually don't know how to write uh, with my hands. Dear Dean and Braun, I'm an emerging actress. Oh, oh welcome hello. to the family. Uh, I'm an emerging actress that has just moved to L.A. to pursue a career after spending years in my hometown as a volunteer social worker. I'm excited about this new life ahead of me. And, and well, sorry, 
I'm excited about this new life ahead of me and the welcome change to the stressful life that I've known. The only problem is I feel I've started a little late to be an actor and I'm insecure about my age. I find myself seeing much younger actresses up for the same roles I'm going for. Any tips for an aging actress? Regards, Golden Age of Hollywood from West Virginia. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a beautiful letter. It's very humble. Um, and you've, you have come to the right place because we know Hollywood. We know how the system works. So Finally, a letter that's Finally. on track. Yeah, this is actually a good letter uh, compared to the rest. Uh, so thank you, Golden Age of Hollywood. You've, and yeah, uh, it's just like you've you you know this is this is our real domain talking about yeah. you know advice for actors anti aging. I'm talking about hiding your age. And bless you, uh, you uh, gorgeous little old lady, Golden Age of Hollywood, uh, sweet you old darling. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a, what a darling. And this is why it's handwritten, because obviously she doesn't she's... know how to use computers. I know. So uh, hopefully, if, you, if you're still alive and you can hear this, I just want to say, you know, from one, uh, from a, from someone in the limelight to someone in uh, the dark, that the best way to be seen, just, just cut and paste it. Just see your surgeon. Find a really good surgeon or, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, or an adequate surgeon, whatever you can afford or put it on, put it on credit, put it on the plastic and just, just, it's almost like we live, we're so, so, we're, 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 we're just so lucky to live in a, in a world that we can, uh, we have so much medical, technical science behind anti-aging that you can. You can change your face no matter what. I agree you know. completely with so, you there. You can be who body. you want to be with the right credit card. Yeah. Change or your life, it, change your face. Exactly. So I would say uh, don't be afraid to go under the knife because, uh, you know, and at any age, I know my guy, well, our guy, we see the same same surgeon, uh, he will he will cut anyone. He will, he will, there's no age limit. Um, so he will put anyone under the knife. And as long he, as he barely checks the ID yeah. on the way in. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I know it's scary when you're, when you're old, when you're an old lady, it must be scary, but I'm sure you've had other surgeries, hip replacements, things like that. And it's the same kind of thing. You know, we can, uh, they can pull everything back. They can tighten up, give you a, bring your chest up, all, all of that stuff, get butt implant. New pair of tits. The yeah. Whole you bit. can look, you can look like a 10. So so I would say that is definitely a hot tip there. Um, uh, anything mm-hmm. you would say, Dean? Oh, well, yes, I'm so behind you on that. I mean, let's be honest. This is a hard, hard game, and you got to have a hard, hard body. <laughs> uh, you know, I've had a lot of problems with some of my surgeries, but it's worth it. I keep on top of it. I'm like a car. you got to keep the maintenance. I've got my bicep attached right now because I did rope climbs with my commando course. Um, which is a boot camp. Well, you weren't meant to do that after the hike with uh, Stefania. You weren't meant to do that. I know that, but I'm trying to get... I was training up for this... This film I just did with the the crazy guy, um, and I was doing the fight scenes. I wanted to look good on camera, so I obviously was doing some workouts, but my... I have a bicep implant and it came off and it's rolling around in my arm like some loose marble, um... 
It's like a like a you know like a breast of chicken inside but it's worth my it. skin. And so. it's worth it because paint paint it. is booty, and it, they're gonna put it back on, and it'll look it'll great. look great. And I got the ab implants, I got the pec implants. My face has been lifted. But the other thing I wanted to say was a natural thing. If that's scary, you got to jump in, and I mean that literally. Jump in an ice bath. Because I've been reading about ice and cold exposure and plunge pools and the whole bit, and that makes you look and feel amazing. It does. Cold. And look, uh, fun fun fact on my end, I've done. Uh, you know, I uh, you know me, you know me. I've experimented with every uh, holistic <laughs> uh, therapy, every hole. Every hole. That you can uh, get around. I've jumped into that. And uh, uh, I, when I do uh, the, the ice bath, the plunge, the cold uh, exposure therapy, there's an added bonus. For me, it could just be an anatomic thing. But I find myself orgasming when I'm in the plunge. It's a, huh? it's a strange sensation when I get amongst the ice. Something happens, and are you doing a like the a breathing technique? Or you know, I do take a deep a deep breath. The the Wim Hof ha, what's his name? Wim Hof Hoffman, the Wim Hoffman Wim Hof. Yeah, the cold man. Cold man. I do his uh, breathing, and uh, there's something about it. I don't know. The ice on my ass. It just gets me going. So so treat yourself. You know, you get younger, and you'll have a good time while you're at it. You'll get your rocks off, so to speak. Yeah, and look, if you can't afford the whole Wim Hof experience, luckily I could. I went to a seminar. Well, you had a coupon. And you had that coupon. I had the coupon. And I went and I learned the technique. And uh, it really helped me, and that's how I got into the cold exposure. Um, but if you can't afford that, you can just always sit outside at night in the nude, and that'll get you freezing too. But you got to do the breathing, or else you can um, get really sick. Yeah, and look, if you're in a, you know, you're in LA now, if it's it's a hot night because it does get hot out, you can just open uh, your ice box, your refrigerator, and just stand in front of that. For a while, yeah, you know, in the nude. Just make sure if you got any cold meats or you know uh, combustibles, uh, you know, I, I'd freeze them. But uh, but yeah, you can yeah. just sit in front of your your refrigerator. Uh, yeah, just get go somewhere, go in a cold pool or jump in the sea or, and that'll make you look. Or you know what I used to do when I when I was first really embracing this uh, method, I would go down to uh, you know Trader Joe's, what have you, and I. Just uh, pretend that we're looking for frozen peas, whatever, in, in the in the freezer aisle. I just pretend, and I'd see how long I could uh, just really get my face and body into the freezer. And that's uh, yep. that's a hot tip. It's a free freebie. That's a great. If you will. That's a cold tip. Well, it's a cold, a cold tip. tip. It's a cold tip. And just just make sure yeah. that you do it at different uh, stores because uh, you know I would go back to the same. I, I used to go to the WeHo Trader Joe's, and I got banned for there because they claimed that I was, yeah, that their produce was. There, uh, it was all melting and all that, but uh, but just keep moving around to different stores, and you can do that, you know. Ten yeah, minutes and go at a time. And, and a lot of them have ice, uh, ice out the front that are the petrol station. Climb in the ice cabinet. Yeah, honestly, yeah. you can sit in there for ten minutes before this. Uh, the clerk will notice. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's also, all about. It's all about being unnoticed by uh, the gas station attendant, whoever. Uh, just and that's part of the fun. I mean, that's part of acting. You know, sneaking about, tricking people, pretending. And I wanted to say about the Wim Hof thing. 
you don't need modern medicine if you do if you just get cold. So you can with this breathing, it's huffing and puffing uh, a lot, and then holding your breath and going in the freezing. You don't need medicine. The only medicine you need is plastic surgery and cold. Just think about it, right? You go to the market. You go to the, you go to your your, your market. Your, your, your wherever, what have you? You go in the freezer section. You get a bag of frozen carrots. You uh, get the carrots out at home. You you let them defrost. You cook them. Do those carrots taste fresh? Do they taste old? No, because they've been frozen in time. Oh my god! And that Nailed. is what we're doing to our bodies. We're freezing them in time. It's like I'm fresh now. If I freeze myself, I'm gonna stay fresh. I cannot wait for when they have the science to cryogenically oh. freeze me and thaw me out oh. in a f- quite a few years, and I can see the way the world's changed and give them advice. I've already the made a deposit on a pod, uh, a fr- uh, cryogenic pod. So you want me to? I'll I'll give you the number if you want. We Email can go halvies because there was a. I, I gave a. I would love it was that. quite a lot of money. I gave money to this guy. I haven't heard from them a while. In a while, actually, I should check some up. But it was uh, to rent a cryogenic uh, pod for the future. So uh, just back on the plastic surgery, I I do want to say that you gotta be honest. You gotta be real with yourself. Uh, you know. You want to be an actress. You want to be in Hollywood. You want to be a star. You want to you want to play characters. You want to be on film, TV, movies, commercials. It's time to stop kidding yourself. Uh, no matter what your age, you need surgery. You, you need to get surgery. There's you can't you can't be an actress without having surgery. You can't be an actor without having plastic surgery. We gotta. It's a part of the job, and you just need to face facts. So, Braun, I just burnt my potatoes. That's why I had to run Oh, off. right. Yeah, I thought you were speaking a metaphor. Oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's almost dinner time, isn't it? I, I love that you're cooking at home. I, th- I think you're the only person in L.A. who cooks at home. <laughs> just potatoes. Well, we, yeah. I, you know what I, I love? I love a smooth boiled potato. Uh, I like cheesy potatoes. So, Golden Age of Hollywood. And I'll, Golden Age. How old is Golden Honestly, Age? Let's get have, a new face, get cold. Bang, next. Hold on. Let's just. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm just looking at, uh, she signed. She, well, she's old. She's writing no, letters. Uh, Come on. She's done her signature at the bottom here. And is that her age next to it? Let me see that. Oh, my. Is her date of birth? No, we can't. But, but she's younger than. Don't set, start with. She's, that's not that old. <clears throat> well, to be honest, she got into the game too late. Yeah, you wasted she, you your know, time. Way, she, she was doing a lot of. Uh, let me read this again. Social work. Volunteer, so she's volunteering. I mean, we do social work now, but that's because we we do this podcast, and that's work. You know, that's social work. But we, we started young because, yeah. To be honest, stay in West Virginia. It's um, too late. If you haven't made it yet, you're not gonna. Not with any cold or plastic surgery. If you haven't, you started too late. Next. 
What do you think? I am. I'm lost for words here. It's first time ever. Lost for words. Well, it's just people don't take it seriously. And what even is what even is volunteer social work? You know what even is that? Be more clear. Do you know what she was doing? Nothing. She's a sounds, child. Sounds like she was just annoying people. She's just annoying people, and that's what she's Turning just done with this house. letter. That's what she's done with this letter, and I'm just I've had enough. It's not social work. It's anti-social work. <laughs> Boring behavior. <laughs> I love that. You she, you could do a roast today. You were on fire. You were Well, I was doing a roast of potatoes, but the goddamn thing caught on fire. All right. Well, well, we should wrap things up and I should like let you get back to your cheesy potatoes and uh and I got a I got well, I was going to get a smoothie with you, but maybe I'll I'll get one on my own. No, no, no. I'll, I'll come down okay. with you. I can't eat these potatoes. Okay. Well, I'll see you uh down the street shortly. And uh, for all of you listening, take this as a, as a warning or a, a, a little advice. Don't write in letters that are a waste of time. That's what I would say. Waste of time. Because you know what's happened here? Golden age, if you can call yourself that, has wasted time. You didn't start. You, 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 you don't take it seriously. Um, you don't have what it takes. You're doing other work. If you want to be an actor, you can't have a plan B. So go back to what you were doing. Go back to volunteering because you're not going to get paid for nothing. <laughs> I'm ticked off. And on that, life, life. Camera. camera, action. Now that's a wrap. Don't forget to write in those letters. <laughs>